0: Welcome back everybody to this week's episode. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michelle B. Griffin. And I'm the other half of Michelle squared, Michelle J. Raymond. And Michelle
1: Griffin, you know how you and I, we're almost two peas in a pod, and often what one of us does, the other one does unintentionally, and then we kind of bounce off each other. I think this show should be dedicated to two peas in a pod. And we are going to be talking about rebranding. So I went through operation rebrand, but you've just gone through, would you call it a rebrand, repositioning, or getting back on track? How would you describe what you're going through? But ultimately, you and I are kind of doing the same thing by you know and as I said not intentionally but
0: it's how it's turned out the evolution yes now this is a perfect timing perfect episode because last week as of this taping I I think I just want to say I'm narrow laning what I am meant to do owning my lane is a new concept that I'm teaching the book's coming out in October but it's just leaning into what I'm meant to do all the signs were there. So rebrand, refocus, repositioning, whatever you want to call it. I feel 100% aligned, Michelle. And I couldn't be happier. And there's more. Like I just got one piece of it. I said I am doing this in a month and you did it in all years. So it's going to be interesting to see the difference here. But I couldn't be happier. But the timing is right because after you've come off your big rebrand, you were thinking, hmm, I'm, all my branding's top-notch but then I need to go more narrow and more position. That's what you've shared to me. So let's talk about that. Let's make this kind of a learning lesson as we share our stories and inspire others who might be going through the same.
1: Yeah, Operation Rebrand, for those of you who don't know, is where I decided essentially to burn my business to the ground as far as branding goes and basically rebuild it with the experience that comes with hindsight and looking back on how I'd grown my business, what things I liked, what I didn't like, it was also what products I wanted to offer and didn't offer, who I wanted to work with, like literally everything that you should do when it comes to branding, because I kind of skipped that step when I set up my business, which was something that I guess I just went back and did it, you know, how I should have done it in the first place. But I didn't have the skills or the knowledge, so totally fine. We all live and learn. So I focused probably pretty heavily on products and services and refining those who I wanted to sell to. Updating my website, which listeners cheer for me because it's done. It's all pretty much finished. But now I'm going through this audit process and going back and having a look because, you know, you can get lost in the details sometimes. So now I've had a couple of months into the new year and I went back and had a look and thought, how do other people see me now? Like, you know, because I wanted to move away a little bit from company pages. And then I did that and then I went, "Uh oh, that's the thing I'm most known for. So I can't let go of that. That's that's why I get to speak, at, you know, places like social media marketing world and the LinkedIn summit in Denmark this year. And then I was like, OK, got to go back. But I'm more than that. And so it's been a bit of a pendulum swinging until I, I find the piece that resonates. And the part that's coming up for me, Michelle, I might have to call on you as the brand therapist is part of me is, I don't know, dealing with imposter syndrome is probably what's going on. So I did a quick poll on LinkedIn to ask how other people saw me, which is the great thing about having an amazing community. And I said, how do you see me? Without using LinkedIn terminology, do you see me as a social seller? Do you see me as someone that talks about employee advocacy? Do you see me as someone who builds brands, you know, and everyone's voting for they see me as the person that builds business brands. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I've got an identity crisis. Can you talk me off the ledge
0: here, Michelle? Because I don't know how I feel about this one. Well, this is very, very common. And once I saw the percentages, I WhatsApped you, hey, business brand builder, own your lane. So you know, you told me this when you write the book, and Michelle, you have a book behind you, literally and figuratively, and a podcast with approaching hundred episodes on LinkedIn branding for business brands. You're constantly in this space. You know, it doesn't matter. It's what people see you as. You're in a wonderful position because now you can just position yourself for where the market. The market is almost ahead of you. You're not ready to catch up but you were so such in a great place. So now we just work all the stuff that is with you. We work a little bit on your positioning, exactly who you're going to target, how to do that, just tweak that. And it's all there. So we're not making this up. You've already done the work and proved yourself. So... That in, I'll tell you one other thing, that imposter syndrome creeps up when you're ready to t- kind of tweak and, and move up to a bigger level. That's exactly what happens. Oh, my God, doesn't it just? It comes
1: like flying at you full force. And listeners, you can't see me, but I'm just sitting here trying to not laugh over the top while Michelle's talking. Because even as she's saying it, I'm going, are you talking about me? And you're right. I have done the work. I have been creating content, building my own personal brand for nearly 10 years. This is not new. This is not something that I woke up yesterday and went, oh, I think I'll be the person that builds business brands. So I I wonder if our listeners out there can resonate with this. You know, are you able to own your expertise? Are you seeing yourself the way that other people see you? And it's a really cool exercise and a poll on LinkedIn is a really easy way to get feedback. You'd be surprised at how many people are willing to jump in and poll. So I've got this knowledge now, and Mm -hmm. as you said, now it's about taking it to that next level and owning it.
0: I I think you're ready. So when you come back from social media marketing world and your roll run trip to the States, you can come back and work on that, but it's there. The data is there, right? Everything points to that. So it's just a matter of getting a little bit more refined on who you're talking to, matching that up. You've got beautiful branding now. You've done everything right. And and for me, like the example of me, I still have my personal brand website. I still, because you always had a company brand website. I still have mine, but I'm attaching mine to like a movement and a mission to really deepen that brand connection and really hone in on the narrow lane of who I want to serve and the why. So like my why is now translating into standoutwomen.org and all the things I'm going to be doing with it and and rebranding a lot of it under that name. So that probably means my newsletter and probably the podcast. And I'm still the brand therapist. Like that is not going away. But for me, I just because i have a background in pr and the way i am i have always just enjoyed and felt more comfortable spotlighting other people okay so i'm not one to really self-promote myself probably in the best light but give me an opportunity to spotlight other people i will do that all day so now that i can get behind a company name and a mission um, with me as a forefront i feel more aligned i feel more comfortable i feel better to create content and, you know, create content on the days that you get one impression. I mean, not that that ever happens, but like it'll it's like I'm going to get on my soapbox and not get off because this is what I believe in. And so it's deepening my emotional connection to aligned with what I feel, what I wrote about for years in my journals. It's just all the signposts were there and the feedback has been tremendous, Michelle. And it's also helped me get more. Um, aligned with clients to work with, better speaking opportunities, going to help me pitch the media better and certain topics. So that's another reason to consider a pivot. And are you aligned with who you are internally, externally, and then to get bigger opportunities? So those are some of the things I really want to make sure people are addressing. But at the end of the day, Michelle, it's how you feel inside first. Absolutely. I couldn't agree.
1: Now, you know that we always share our stories because You know i think the most powerful thing that we do on this podcast is let people know about our journeys how we got here where we started and everywhere in between but do you remember when we actually started recording linkedin lives in those audio rooms two years ago when we got started it wasn't the linkedin branding show it was rise up and stand out for women this is how it started now you have come back to that and owning that now tell us about that because i think That's the powerful piece of your story is going, you always knew it was there. I'm pretty sure in your drawer of things where you have prepared and planned before you even started your business, that this was your
0: mission and calling. What held you back and how did you get here today? Well, first of all, I knew I was always too broad. I think I didn't want to own into what I was meant to do. And I went back since I've landed this, Michelle. I found it in so many, the signposts were there. It was there in my journals. After it became a StoryBrand certified guide, I can remember our cohort got together and we planned our positioning, all that. And I wrote women, women. And I didn't land it. I think I was just so excited. You going back to 2022, I think you, I was so excited you shared that. Why are we so afraid to own our true calling? Like, I don't understand it. I don't have an answer, but I went with it. I was so excited, right? But then I still didn't put in my headline till like May of 2022. Don't ask me why. Then I was in this paid community Zoom thing where we got to know each other, said what I did, And someone in the UK, I don't even remember her name because I blanked out the trauma of this. She said, like, I don't know why we have to have women just help women. Why can't women just be leading everything? And, you know, she just downplayed it. Oh, my God, Michelle. I felt like a dump truck fell on me. And... So I ran out of the room after, raced off my profile and and never owned that again until like a year and a half later. Now, isn't that the saddest story ever? And I'm embarrassed, but it's also a lesson. So I want to make sure no one ever lets anyone else dictate and you've got to own your lane. That's why I'm passionate about this. I don't think it's a sad thing at all. I think it's a very common,
1: very real thing that most people come up against when they're putting themselves out there on LinkedIn and any of the platforms. And I I appreciate you for sharing it because I I know the background, I know the story, I know, you know, all the steps along the way. That's the power of having a LinkedIn bestie that can help you through all of these things. But, you know, I've done the same. It was company pages for me. I went all in on them. I doubted myself. You said stay in your lane. I did that for a while. Then I kind of went not so sure about this. And then I wiped it for a bit. And then I went, "Uh-oh, what have I done?" You know, that's been my journey in in a similar kind of way. And so I just wanted us to share that with our listeners because maybe they're going through exactly the same thing. In fact, I would say that there's probably many you know, people out here that are listening to this podcast that are probably, whether they're driving or at the gym or listening somewhere, are nodding their heads going, oh my God, that's me too. You know, if you are one of those listeners, do me a favor, reach out to Michelle or I, you can send it to one of us or both of us on LinkedIn. And send us a direct message and tell us your story because we would love to hear from you. If you need us to help cheer you on, that's what we're here for. Like, we are genuinely here to cheer on our listeners and our community. But I I think there's so many important lessons in this one, Michelle. Like, and I, I appreciate, as I said, you sharing how you got here. I can see you just lighting up when you talk about it now. Like, that's the cool thing. When you find that thing and you own it, 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 you know you're in the right place when you puff up, all of a sudden you sit up taller, you talk louder, you talk you know, more excited. In, in your case, your hand gestures get even bigger uh, and people you know, that don't get to watch this uh, like I do, like you should see Michelle right now when she's talking about this. It's, it's like a whole other person. It's like night and day. And so I'm
0: so excited mm. for you and proud of you as well. Thank you. That means everything that you see. You know, I can't see myself, I did tell this story in my launch Standout Women Speak audio room a week ago. And I was just like a kid at Christmas, just I would probably didn't make any sense. And you know, they were like, oh, we feel the energy, we feel the passion. But I remember telling this story. And these are signposts along the road. You know, even before I left my job, and I was trying to do all these websites and do all these things, I had so much resistance. Everything was hard. And I would look and go, why is this so hard? There are other people who just jump out of their jobs, do this, do this, do email lists, and like everything I knew how to do. But I just physically felt I was hitting walls. And, and I think it's because of this. I had to live on that journey to be able to share it, but also I wasn't on my true path. Then it would have been easier. Like now it's easy. It feels good. I'm excited to start all the things I've always wanted to do. And I held back on because I just knew at the bottom of my heart, I'm not going to start that LinkedIn newsletter or the XYZ email list because it's not it. And so now I can freely do it. So that's my actual tip to you today for those listening. Listen to yourself. Listen to those inner things. And then just lean into what feels right. If it's not, get back, get help, talk to someone. That's the most important thing. Talk to someone. You're never going to get the answers bottled up. Oh my God,
1: talk to someone. That is the best advice that we will give in this whole show is I don't think you can sort this out yourself. And I love your actionable tips for me I feel like when I've been building my brand it's not adding things on it's been taking things away what pieces of me no longer resonate what bits do I need to let go of you know what and I think it's just refining and refining and refining you know and I I don't know the full quote properly I'm going to butcher it so I apologize to listeners but there's that whole you know how did you make the statue of david and it's like well you take the block of marble and then you just chip away until that's all that's left. And I, I feel like that's what you and I are going through. It's just another session where we're chipping away, getting closer to where we wanna be. But for me, some of that is letting go of my identity. Well, if I'm not Michelle in 20 years B2B sales and that's amazing, then how can I be the brand builder? You know, And so some of that is what's going on for me. So I, I think my actionable advice for people is take a look at what you're doing and have a look and see what is it that truly doesn't light you up and serve your purpose right now what can you let go of maybe it's a product that you hate selling and doing for other people or a service maybe it's something that you used to talk about certain things and you don't want to talk about them anymore like this is your opportunity to say you know what we're not taking that into the rest of 2024 i want to do more of the things that light me up life's too short And so, you know, take a look, what things do you want to let go of? And, you know, if you need permission, this is it. This, the LinkedIn branding show is now officially giving you permission to let it go.
0: Ditto to that. I love that. So this has been such a pep talk and just telling our story. So we hope we've inspired you reach out to us. Like Michelle said, we love to hear from you. We are cheering you on. If somewhere along this journey sounds like you, we want to know. So Michelle, what a great episode until next week. We'll be back though. Keep putting yourself out there. You have a brand to build, a business to grow, and people to impact. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Cheers.